Wow, we're just in the middle of this. Um, by the way, I had this vision this morning when I was in the secret place this morning. I was praying. I said, Lord, give me a vision. And he saw, I saw a vision of a swan going down the river, a very fast river. And he was just really elegant and just happy and as. But he was going towards a, uh, a waterfall. And suddenly he was aware that the waterfall was there. So he starts swimming really fast underneath, but you couldn't see it. He was like very elegant still on top. You couldn't see anything is happening. And I felt this number of people in this room and maybe online. And you show, you come into church, all is fine. I'm good. And underneath you are swimming like hell. Doing like hell, how do you say this? Flapping your thingies, whatever you do like this. You're trying to save your life because it's just so hard. I've got good news for you. Jesus wants to take you out of that rip, out of that river and give you peace. Not just on the top but also on the bottom where you're trying to really go really fast to keep life together in Jesus' name. If that's you, just receive this prayer right now. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you for those in this place, even online, Lord, that are struggling in their lives, that are swimming so light to save their lives, and in the bottom, <coughs> at the top <coughs> that is showing a beautiful Christian attitude. And that's lovely. But Father, thank you, Lord, that you're setting them free right now. Lord, I see you picking them out of the river. I see you picking them out of the river right now and bringing them on the safe ground and peace. He's oh. So, Father, thank you for the rest that comes right now. Just lean into the Holy Spirit and ask him, thank you, Lord. I've been running so fast. I don't want to run anymore. It's just too hard. And just give it over to Jesus. Give it over to Jesus. He'll be your strength. He'll be your guide. He'll be everything for you, even right now in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So, we're in the series called Face to Face. Started three weeks ago, face to face. We hope to finish it next week, but you never know, do you? Never, next week is our vision day, but every day is vision day these days. So, I mean, it's like it's all one big vision, you know? So, I don't even say, but then, anyway, next week is vision day, so it's good. So, come back next week, it's all good. Um, but today is about face to face. <clears throat> and I felt I even changed it yesterday because God was speaking to me yesterday was up here. And um, God says, says uh, I'm changing your vision. And tell the people we're changing. Changing vision. And so my talk today is called Changing Your Vision. Changing your vision. See, what you see will determine what you see. So, so what you see will determine what you see. Is this too deep or is it like too simple or <laughs> too early in the morning? <laughs> see, your vision will determine your vision. <laughs> See, if, if, if what you look at you become and you express in your life, then we better make sure that what we look at is good. What are you looking at? What am I looking at? What are your eyes going See, when you are fixed on Jesus, then your vision will be Jesus. If your eye, if your vision is the world, the flesh, then your vision will be the world. It will be the flesh. And God says, change your vision. Change your vision to the earthly realm, to the spiritual realm. Change your vision to the natural, to the supernatural. Change your vision from the flesh to the face. Flesh, face. <laughs> See, we're supposed to be in the world, but not of the world, right? And the problem is so many of us are engaging in the world and with the world, that we become like the world. 
Is this too rough to, for Sunday morning? Is this okay? We become so, and you know, we go, we go so much to the world side that in, after a while, it, life becomes blurry. You don't even know what the kingdom is anymore. What's part of the kingdom? And they, they're even worse than the world becomes the kingdom. Like, this is all good, you know, and it's, it's, it's the means that the kingdom is all the same. No, it's not the same. Sometimes we're so focused on the cares of this world that they are tripping us up. It's blurring our vision and we are pulled into the world in that kind of thinking process in this way. So, Hebrews says about this, Hebrews 12. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up, and let us run with endurance the race that God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Again, we're so sometimes so focused on the world that things trip us up. So what's the answer? Well, read scripture. The answer is we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus. Keeping our eyes on Jesus. Hebrews 12 in the Passion says this. We look away from the natural realm and we fasten our gaze to Jesus. I said at camp last week, gazing means looking for a long time. It's like when you're in love, you know, like, you can't be distracted, you know, like, this is so beautiful. You know, it's a bit like that, you know. You are so, you're gazing upon somebody or gazing, of course, in this context, gazing upon the Lord. Some of us need to look away from the natural. Some of us look, tell your neighbor, I think, I think he's talking about you. You got to look away. Tell your neighbor, you got to look away, not look away from you, from the people. Look away, look away. <clears throat> Some of us are so occupied, too occupied with the things of this world. We move away from the fixation of the things around us, the things, the fixation of and fix our eyes on Jesus. Only He is the source of life. Only He has the answers. Only He we can trust. Only He do we worship. So, where are you looking at? What's your vision? Where are your eyes going? And so Jesus is inviting us to look to him. Jesus is inviting us to look to him. And this starts in the secret place. We've been talking about this a little bit, the secret place, where we have communion with God and intimacy with the Holy Spirit. When we lean into the Holy Spirit, it's a place of worship and adoration. It's a place of face to face. I tell you something. I said this morning to the Lord, Lord, if if even... A quarter of our church get this. To live face to face, it will change the world. If we would know what face to face looked like and the power that is generated in that place, not only love, peace, kindness, joy, all that stuff, but then coming out of it, the whole ministry of miracles. And I hope that all of us will get this. That's why I'm pressing into face to face. I didn't want to do it one week, weekend, I wanted to do a series because I to, we actually have to learn this. We have to actually become this thing. <clears throat> 
See, things will change when we leave. Face-to-face, things will change in your life, and your heart. I'll tell you something. Since that time that I've gone into the secret place, for me, it used to be the spa, which is great, but I went once in a while at night. But now I do that also. But now what I do, and I told you last week, but some of you are not there, now what I do is actually I have a, we have a guest room. See, everybody's moving out. So all the kids, you know, so the house is getting bigger and bigger, you know. And so the thing is about all these rooms everywhere. So one of the rooms, a guest room, I made into my prayer place, my secret place. And so I go there every morning, get up every morning, spend an hour, hour and a half or even longer. I spend there now. I tell you something, I'm changing. You talk about addictions going. I had some too. They're going. You're not even interested in those things anymore. Well done, Finley. Good on you, mate. The right priorities will change your life. Things will change in our church, in your workplace, every part, your marriage. Every part will change when we start to press into Jesus and make him Lord of our lives and make him number one in our lives. I'll tell you something else. Heaven will come. Because in that place, heaven will come. And heaven will be expressed through each other, through our lives, but also through our church in a better way than we've ever seen before. Revival will come. Revival is not coming. Revival is right here. It just depends if we are leaning in or not. We can suggest, we can say, Lord, I'm leaning into revival. Or you can say, no, and it will never happen. It will pass us down. It will go down the road. And they will have revival, which is great if they step into it. But we need to step into whatever God is calling us. And he is waiting for us. We're not waiting for God. I'm praying for revival for 30 years. Yes, great. We'll pray for revival for 30 years. The thing is, though, we need to step into revival because you're actually becoming revival. Anyway, that's another message. Maybe next week. We'll see. Come on, let's look to God as our source and our power provision. Who are you looking at? It's either Jesus or it's something else. Either Jesus, or it's a bit rough in the morning, it's a bit scary. In the morning like this, you know. So God wants to change our vision. See, we don't just look down, don't just look around. Look up. Look up. I love this in the psalmist. The psalmist talks about this in Psalm 1 to 1. I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. The one we'll be singing about, you are so beautiful. He's got stars in his hands. That's the one. And he lives in you by the power of his Holy Spirit. He will, not, he will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel, over harmony, over your life will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at night. Oh, sorry, at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over you, over your coming and going now and forevermore. What an incredible promise. But what's the stipulation? Leaning in. I lift up my eyes to where my help comes from. We look to the eyes of Jesus. It happens when we look to Jesus in our lives. And so my prayer for this year is, Lord, I want to look into your eyes. And every morning and I go to my secret place, I don't even have an agenda. I say, I just want to look at you. And I sit there, I just worship. I put worship on, I cry, and I worship him. And he loves me. And he changes me. He changes everything about me. And it's just so beautiful to become more and more like him. It's so freeing. You talk about becoming joyful. And we talked in the, in the prayer room before. You know how, you know how we, we beat this thing about religion? You don't think religion is in our churches? We're f- even here in this church. I know. Unbelievable. <laughs> even in this church. There's so much religion. 
And religion is so, dun, 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 and whatever, whatever, whatever. I tell you, when you become like a little child and you let go of all those things that you think were important, even yourself, and you take the mickey out of yourself and you can actually laugh at yourself, and by the way, you're dead anyway. Right? I used it to my wife, didn't really work. She had some kind of comment the other day. I said, uh, Catherine, you're dead. <laughs> didn't work very well, that one. I don't know how to do that yet. I mean, we, we died, didn't we? It's really Iglesias, Catherine. You told me. She's learning all those scriptures by heart. It's actually amazing. Catherine, all the scriptures. And one is the one in Galatians 2. Let's say it together. I have, so what was together? I have been crucified with Christ. No longer I that live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life that I now live, I live in the flesh. Flesh. I live by faith in the Son of God who gave himself, loved me and gave himself for me. So you're dead. you got a new life. <laughs> and God is continuing to kill this thing, you know, this old stuff, you know. But then the, thing, the new thing is coming all the time. You're being changed from glory to glory. But this is for another day in the sense of, I'll probably talk about it next week. So we need a change of vision, a change of vision. Now, you know, Jesus, he's probably our best example, right? I would all agree. If you're a Christian, so he, what is his eyes were always on the Father. Look at this, Jesus and, and, and John 5. Jesus gave him an answer, the answer, this answer. Very truly, I tell you, the Son can do nothing by himself. He can only do what he sees. Everybody say sees. Sees his Father doing because whatever the Father does, the Son does also. For the Father loves the Son and shows him all he does. Yes, and he will show him even greater works than these so that you will be amazed. Jesus even couldn't do anything by himself, but he did everything that he saw. See, where's your vision? saw the Father doing. His eyes were always fixed on his heavenly Father, his daddy. His vision was always his heavenly Father. Isn't that beautiful? And then God showed him all these beautiful things, and that's why he did miracles in three years, which were not even contained in the books that could even be written by anybody. It's so many miracles. Can you imagine how many miracles per day? It was only three years. And books, unbelievable unbelievable in this beautiful place the passion says this because the father because the father loves his son so much he always reveals he says to me everything that he is about to do can you imagine that we walk in such a wonderful way face to face with God and we are so in the love of God all the time he loves me I love you I love you more I love you more. all the stuff intimacy, love, kindness, and then he starts to reveal the blueprints of life, the, <clears throat> the blueprints of ministry, the blueprints of his purpose and the vision that comes out of this vision. You understand that, don't you, the whole vision? Our vision is Jesus, and then he gives us a vision for life, right? You understand this whole thing from the beginning. You know, the whole thing of our vision determines our vision. Just make sure for some of them still, like, I don't know what to talk about now. But now you know what we talk about right now. It's right there, what we're talking about right now. It's all there, right there. So Jesus was watching the Father very, very closely. Now, he did this from where? There's not a rhetorical question. He did it from what place? No way. Somebody said it. Right there. Thank you. He did it from the secret place. Luke 5.16, Jesus often 
withdrew in lonely places, to lonely places, and prayed. Mark 1.35. Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus <clears throat> got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place. They say it's the wilderness, the desert, or whatever, secluded, whatever translation you want to listen. He went to a place where was nobody, just him and his heavenly father. It was his secret place. And there was time for fellowship and for prayer. And he was being loved on by his father. And it was just a wonderful thing. And there the father started to reveal the secrets, reveal the things of this world, reveal the miracles that were going to happen even that day. And I flowed out of Jesus. But it could not happen without the secret place. And here we go. We think, no, it's all by faith i walk out by faith yes some things will happen because god honors faith but i'll tell you something we're coming into a season all over the world not just here all over the world i prophesy that the holy spirit and that people will be so leaning into the holy spirit will be so face to face with him that they will just see everything they can even look into people's handbags and know exactly what's going on and they will speak prophetically with words of knowledge in ways that we've never seen before not just the superstars you and me it's the same Holy Spirit in you that is in me, if you're a Christian. So let's lean in to what God wants to do. He has so much more for us. Amen? So good. I'm even encouraged myself. It's good, isn't it? <laughs> you know, Ephesians, talk, Paul talked about this to the Ephesian church. Because he had this vision for the Ephesian church. Ephesian church was one of the best churches. They were amazing. They had everything. But he says there's more. And then he says to them, I pray for you. And I pray this prayer is for uh, the prayer for harmony for our church. But also for you individually together. He talks about, say, I pray that the Father of glory, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, would impart to you. What a great impartation we had on Sunday, didn't we? It's so beautiful. It's not just the impartation of his Holy Spirit. So many of us are encouraged. Anyway, uh, riches of a spirit of wisdom, revelation, to know him through your deepening intimacy with him. I said at camp last week, this is one of my verses for the year. Deepening intimacy with him. But then look what it says, face to face, you know. Verse 18, I pray that the light of God himself would illuminate the eyes of your imagination, your heart, flooding you with light until you experience the full revelation of the hope of his calling that is the wealth of God's glorious inheritance that he finds in us, his holy ones. I pray that you will continually, let's all say this together, continually experience the yeah, let's keep talking, measurable greatness of God's power made available to you through faith. Then your lives will be an advertisement of this immense power as it works through you. Isn't it an amazing scripture? Guys, this is going to happen. It's not this Paul is going to walk somewhere and his shadow is going to heal people. I believe it's going to happen now. I, think, I believe people are going to walk on water too. I know some people, some friends that I know who tried it one time. It was at the Bethel school. They were trying it. It was crazy, you know. And they were at the school there. And they said, let's try walk on water. Of course, it didn't go very well, you know. Until one time, one guy kept walking on the water. And they were all freaking out. Well, why can't it happen? Same. Why can't it happen now? I'm not saying you have to walk on water, but I think someone said, why would you walk on water again? I don't know. <laughs> you want to walk to Jesus, but I think it's also fun. I think Jesus loves it when we have fun with him, you know? Where's the fun gone? Some church, some of you come to church, I ask them, it's not funny anymore. No, it's not fun anymore for you. I want to have fun again in church. I want fun the most. I should be at Disneyland. It should be amazing. It's the glory of God and all the beautiful gifts. I mean, good, he gives. Anyway, I don't want to go distract. Captain, don't distract me. Don't distract me. <laughs> So, so, 
So it's all about the eyes, where you look at. And to be honest with you, I've had the last couple of years, I've, I've looked at things I shouldn't have looked at. And so have you. And you know what? We think they're nice in life. That you think they're, you know. And in the end, it leaves you empty, guilty. But when you start looking at Jesus, there's all these things. It's like the beautiful song that we sang about back here, Catherine, that you love so much. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely, strangely dim. And you know, it is actually true. It is actually true when we do this in our lives. The secret place. See, God wants to change our vision. He wants to change our eyes. Now, some of you say, Gideon, I have no time for the secret place. I know last week, Catherine talked about this, that some of her, when she had four kids, uh, that was really busy, she couldn't find time. And so her, her place was actually the washing line. Now, I want to say that I'd also do the washing. I also put washing line on. It's not just a woman thing. I want to make not, not that I'm awesome. I just want to say that she is not doing that kind of thing. I don't have that kind of stereotype, just that so you know. Um, but she, she does. Anyway, she used to do that kind of stuff and do washing. That was her place. And uh, some people confirmed that in this room uh, with her. Was, they texted her. Thank you so much. But others have in the car, whatever you want to do. But some of you have time. I tell you, I've, I've stopped watching TV, right? I still stop. 21 days, right? I still don't watch TV. Even yesterday, I watched for five minutes. I said, this is boring. I want to go to my secret place. So see you later, Catherine. I'm going to my secret place. And so does she. We both left the movie. That was a good movie. Diana. It's amazing. All the crown, you know. It's like, whoa. But I'd rather go to the King of Kings. Who cares about the crown? Well, she's dead anyway. I'm so sorry. But she is. No, but she is. Hey, I love Diane to Diane too. But God, come on, that's what I'm saying though. We're so fixed on this stuff. All fixed on this world. And is it good? Is it bad? And conspiracy. All that stuff that we talk about. We talk, but we're for or against. We still talk about it. Talk, 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 talk. Man, if we spend any of that time with the Holy Spirit, I tell you, it will change your life. And you won't even talk that way. And, and you get true revelation as a free gift. Anyway, you get that for free. Unbelievable. <laughs> Open rise. I've lost my place. You know, one of the leaders last year, uh, I think it was Josh, he's not here today, but Josh, he said at, at Sons, at our, at our men's group, he said, guys, I think what we should do, we should tithe our time. I thought, what a great idea. He says, in the same way that we tithe our income to the church, to God, you know, why don't we tithe our time? A tithe, as you know, is very, very holy to God. Very holy. Everything comes out of it. If you're not tithing yet, please, for your sake, tithe is very holy. But I thought, man, this is so beautiful. I want to tithe my time. And I've been doing that. I've been tithing my time first. First in the morning. Now, you can sometimes do it at night. If you're not a morning person, you can, I just can't do this, you know. Well, God can give you grace. But if you really want to do it at night, do it at night. It's no religion, you know. But the thing is, though, we tithe our time. Set aside time for the Lord. Wherever it is, wherever you can find time, make sure you lean into the Holy Spirit. I'm almost done. You know, the song that we sang about, Lord, you're beautiful, is a prophetic declaration. It's a prophetic song. Lord, we see, it says, uh, it says, Spirit of wisdom, open my eyes again. Spirit of revelation is right out of Ephesians 1. Open my heart again, because I want to see. Lord, I want to see you rightly. 
Jesus, I want to see you rightly. And that talks about, I know that your eyes are like flames of fire. I tell you, when you have a vision about this, it will never be the same. It's not Jesus meek and mild. I mean, it's lovely, little baby. But when you see him, it's a glory. Man, I put the fear of God in you. In a good way. It's so beautiful. This fire. I felt today, that God said this morning, I said, Lord, what else? He says, he's, I'm coming with refreshing fire this morning. So I don't know if you feel this. I don't know if you're sensing this. I don't even know what to do with it. But I'm saying to you, he's here with refreshing fire. The fire of God is so beautiful. There's nothing to be afraid of. It's really beautiful. It's really powerful. It's really powerful. I want to see you rightly. Lord, I want to make room for you. It's not a great song. Lord, I'll make room for you. I make room for you. Psalm 91, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, you are my refuge and my fortress, my God, in whom I trust. In the Passion, when you abide under the shadow of Shaddai, you are hidden in the strength of God Most High. He is the hope that holds me, the stronghold to shelter me, the only God for me, and my great confidence. You know, any confidence, any boldness, any any life, any joy, anything comes out of the secret place. It comes out of the presence of God. So God wants to change our vision because it's better for you. It's better for your spouse. It's better for your children. It's better for your workmates. It's better for everybody in this way. Vision is birthed in the secret place. I'm talking about vision now for the world and what we're going to do to change the world. to see hundreds and thousands come to faith because that's what Jesus is doing. When you are face-to-face with God, and I'm finishing here, things start to shift in your life. Catherine had a prophetic word. Shift, sift, and lift. When you are in the secret place, you are being shifted into right position, aligned to Him. Your priorities, everything. Your heart, everything. You are being sifted. Fire. Refiner's fire. Fire. But also you're being repositioned, repositioned. You're repositioned, lifted into the right position of God. Priorities change when we see him first. You know, I thought about this song yesterday. It came to me at the end of my thought. This suddenly popped into my head. And I thought, there's a beautiful Irish. Who's Irish here today? Anybody Irish? God bless you. Irish, Irish, Irish background. How for me to say that? Irish. Irish background. They had this beautiful hymn. And of course, they had quite a few, um, quite a few um, revivals there. It's called Be Thou My Vision. I thought, man, this is so powerful. It is so much what we're talking about. Look what he says. Be thou. Thou means you, God, for people who are under 30. <laughs> thou. Thou is like a word for God. Thou, you know. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart. Naught be all else to me, save that thou art thou my best thought by day and by night walking or sleeping thy presence my light it's amazing be thou my vision and thou my true word i ever with thee and thou with me thou great father and i thy true son or daughter thou in me dwelling and i with thee one you know, we're one in Christ Jesus. Our spirit is one spirit with Him. Riches I heed not, nor pain empty praise. 
Thou mine inheritance now and always. Thou and thou only first in my heart. High King of heaven, my treasure thou art. High King of heaven, my victory won. May I reach heaven's joys, O bright heaven's sun. Heart of my own heart, whatever befall, still be my vision, O ruler of all. It's really beautiful, actually. Some of you are in pain in this room. See that? Heart of my heart, whatever befall. Whatever befall. Still be thou my vision, O ruler of all. Father, we thank you so much for your Holy Spirit. And Lord, I pray that you release even right now, Lord, release such a beautiful, refreshing fire of your Holy Spirit. Lord, we want to say to you, Lord, we want to look to you only, Jesus. We want to have eyes for you only. Lord, we want to see you. And Lord, we're so sorry, Lord, for the, the things that we've done. We're so sorry for the things that we've looked at, Lord, that we repent, we turn our mind, we turn our hearts away from these things, Lord, because we only want to have eyes for you. We pray, Lord, that you have your way in our lives. You have your way in this church, Lord. And may revival come in such a beautiful, powerful way as we abide in the vine of your Holy Spirit. Lord, be thou my vision. Be you be my vision and our vision now and forevermore. In Jesus' name, amen.